Hamlin Incident Sparks Local Dialogue on Athlete Safety by Andrew Alonzo. With five minutes, 58 seconds left in the first quarter of Monday's National Football League clash between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, spectators were stunned when Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, collapsed on the field after he collided with Bengals wide receiver, T. Higgins. Hamlin sprang up brightly after the play, but crumbled seconds later. On-site medical teams quickly administered to the fallen player. In a statement on Tuesday, the Buffalo Bills said Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest. His heartbeat was restored on the field before he was transferred to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. At press time Thursday, Hamlin remains in critical condition. It's still unclear what caused Hamlin's collapse. For a heart arrhythmia to occur, there has to be a, quote, perfect storm of factors, the New York Times reported this week. Quote, the chest must be struck in a precise place at a precise moment while the heart is relaxing after squeezing out blood and with the right amount of force, end quote. The gruesome incident has sparked discussion among local high school coaches and the California Interscholastic Federation. Claremont High School head varsity football coach Shane Heil said having appropriate medical staff at events is one key to ensuring athlete safety. He said Tuesday, You know, we have our athletic trainers, we have doctors at the games, you know, we have everything just like, you know, I, I saw in the game last night, so I think they did a lot of good things last night. California Interscholastic Federation Bylaw 2122.2 states, quote, a licensed medical doctor or the primary health provider designated by the home team as team physician or team doctor shall be in attendance at all playoff games. Heil also said, in order to prevent such horrific occurrences in the future, football basics, like tackling, must be instilled correctly at all levels. That's the time of teaching those fundamentals, you know, especially in a, a sport like football. And before we even get the pads, we we actually teach a lot of tackling without contact. So when we, once we get into pads, we teach the protocols of how to do that safely. One of the main yeah. things you stress is to keep your head up. You know, you don't want neck injuries and just something that always needs to be taught year in, year out. I don't care how much experience a player has had. And we're still going to teach them tackling uh, like it's their first time putting on pads. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the most you can do. Vivian Webb School's varsity soccer coach, Malik Mbeng, said Monday's incident reminded him that injuries can happen anywhere, anytime, and to anyone. He also added coaches should be trained how to stabilize an individual when such emergencies occur. He said, I think it's super important that, like, as coaches that we are trained in dealing with situations like that when they happen, you know, because they can, they can literally happen anywhere. It could be at practice, it could be during a game. You just, like, have somebody who's there and trained and can jump in and, and help and do what's necessary until, you know, professionals arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, those few seconds of somebody who knows what they're doing can save somebody's life, so... Claremont High School varsity cross-country coach Chris Ramirez said Monday's incident looked, quote, really frightening and took him back to the start of the 2022 cross-country season at the Cool Breeze Invitational. Ramirez said, One of our athletes took a fall in the very beginning of the varsity boys race and was trampled by quite a few runners in that really large race. The runner got up and finished the race 
but later learned he had suffered a concussion. It was the first time Ramirez had seen a CHS cross-country athlete suffer a concussion during a race. When it was time to ease the runner back into competition, Ramirez worked with CHS athletic trainer Jonathan Snap to tailor its concussion protocol for cross-country runners. The plan involved easing the athlete back slowly using increasingly progressive timed intervals and plenty of oversight from Ramirez and Snap. Ramirez said, And it was over a three-week period that he was able to return back to running you know, in full training mode again. While cross-country is viewed as a non-contact sport, recent events have prompted Ramirez to create new safety practices. Toward the end of this season, when bigger invitationals began, the boys and girls teams practice how to safely get out from the starting line, since runners get physical there to get a good position. We're going to put ourselves in these types of mock situations so that we are better able to react. Of course, in a hit that went on like last night, you can't always react to that. It's a different scenario, but I think it should just drive, something like that should drive coaches to look at how this might happen in their own sport and take proper measures to prevent it. Any sport can be scary like that, where even in track, I've seen on, you know, when they break in from their lanes, um, people running into each other and you're running as fast as you can and you go down, you go down hard. According to the California Interscholastic Federation, sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes in the state. The CIF's guidelines cover special sports medicine topics, including sudden cardiac arrest, and are viewable at cifstate.org. Other CIF bylaws that address student-athlete safety include 503G, 503H, 503I, 503J, 503K, 503L, and 506. To view each bylaw in depth, visit the online version of this story at claremont-courier.com. In 2017, the Eric Paredes Sudden Cardiac Arrest Prevention Act went into effect in California. The bill added SCA training to coaching certification, among other requirements. Absent a concrete medical diagnosis as to why Hamlin collapsed, Monday's incident left Ramirez with questions. And you just don't know what's going on in that moment. What is this type of injury? Is it heart? You know, is it head? Is it, what is it? It's just super scary. And I would say should make um, all coaches in sports think of how something like that may come about in their own sport and go ahead and um, practice new protocols. For the Claremont Courier, I'm Andrew Alonzo. First Takes Theme Music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.